Welcome to the GNC Show. I'm your host, Justin Gwynn, along with my co-host, Joe Cooper. Joe, how are you? Pretty good. A little wet today. Got rained on, but it's all right. How are you? Well, same. You know, I'm here. It's <laughs> wet. My life's been awesome the last couple of weeks. Busy. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Super awesome. Uh-huh. I know we've been busy because we haven't gotten one of these out in a couple right. of weeks. Right, I am. I was setting up for chickens because we got got them Friday, and or we actually got them Saturday. But that's when I'm busy is when we're setting up and selling out. Mm-hmm. And that just makes things a little bit difficult to slip in here and get a podcast in. But One step at a time. Right. I mean, do what you got to do, right? Got to make money first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's That's no joke about that, but that's all right. We're here now. That's right. Well, um, I guess we can just get started with um. We've had a couple go rounds of the the men's Bible study. Yeah, and uh, it it was pretty cool how uh, the different things that we'd done as a group and had different interactions and things like that. How they all keep tying tying in together. Oh yeah, you know. Um, you you didn't get a chance to go down to the to the uh, get together down there. The men's but, uh, yep. trail ride, yep. yep. Um, but we did that Friday night and then turned mm-hmm. around and... Uh, had a men's breakfast or something the next yep. day. Yeah, I didn't get to get to go to that. But um, Monday we had the first video of yeah. our new series we're doing. And it it tied in <laughs> almost exactly like like that, you know. And it, it just made me chuckle that how stuff was lining up. And then uh, later on that week... You know, I send you guys Bible verses every yeah. every uh, morning, and there's really no rhyme or reason on why and which ones I send. Sure. Um, sometimes I have an idea, and other times I just open up and start <laughs> reading until I find one that I like that I want to send. Right. And uh, I we had talked a little bit about just some different things going on, and uh, you know, kind of ran into each other a few times, and it got me thinking about the. Jesus, you know, and the yoke and helping carry mm-hmm. carry the burden. And uh, so I wanted to send that one. So I sent it, I think, Thursday. And then turned around that next Sunday, Paul preached on it. <laughs> and I thought, that <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, we've kind of seen it a lot in the past few months. Everything's just lining up exactly how God would have it. Because, I mean... We have no idea. Right. We just do what we're told, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And the right. things that are, yeah, the things that are lining up are crazy. Like even upstairs, I can just, I can look down and you'll side eye me. Like, are you listening to this? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I hear it too. <laughs> I'm running the sound. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't know if he was paying attention. No one knows what you're doing up there. Yeah, that's the point. <laughs> At least I, you know, I have to run the computer so I can't be up there checking Facebook or anything like that in the middle of... <laughs> Facebook pops up on the big screen in front of everybody. Look at Joe's notifications. <laughs> What's on your mind today? None of your business. I'm at church. Get out of here. You should be too. You should be <laughs> Get to church, Facebook. Right. Um, well, uh, it's been a few weeks, but... I know we said everything was busy and hectic, but how mm-hmm. how's that things actually been going for you? I mean, 
in the grand scheme of things, no worse, no worse, you know, it's just day at a time type thing, and you keep on trucking, right? Right, right. Um, how's being in the the Bible been going for you? I've been I've been struggling. I've been reading, but I haven't been. I guess so much as studying it, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. Like I said, I was, I, I've been reading and trying to find verses to send to you guys. And I've been reading quite a bit, wide range of stuff, but doesn't really feel like I've been sitting down and and grasping it, I guess, kind of thing. Yeah. I, I understand what you mean there because without the men's Bible study, I probably, I wouldn't be in it as much. Right. And that's one reason why I wanted to get into the men's mm-hmm. Bible study was to, have you know the accountability of doing it i think too many times we think that we can do things on our own and we just can't you know we have that desire but that desire burns up pretty quick right because the world i mean busyness exactly you know even if it even if it is an important business to do it consumes more of the time that you think that it should Mm -hmm. or that really should right i mean you start looking at okay if I go do this, if I plan this amount of time to do this, okay. If I get done here, okay, then I'll have plenty of time to do this. Well, this one big thing turns out to be a bigger thing, or it leads to a smaller thing, and then all of your time is gone. Right. And we just like to make excuses anyway, so it just makes it that much easier for us to push everything to the back shelf. Yeah. What, what is it? Christians are the greatest at making or justifying anything. <laughs> exactly. I mean. We have the excuse already that we, you know, if you're saved, that it doesn't really matter because mm-hmm. I'm fine. But honestly, that's not enough. You got to grow. That's not the point either. Exactly. And, you know, have a change of heart and and do a 180 with your life. I mean, everyone, everyone, you know, has a step back or something. But to a point, if you know that you're doing it and you shouldn't be doing it, I think there's a little bit more of a consequence there. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what sin is because, I mean, that's what Paul justifies or uh, describes as sin. You know, if you knowingly do something when you know it's wrong. Bingo. Bingo. And I mean, there are sins that we do that we don't know. Uh Uh-huh. But I don't think that God, I mean, God sees them as sin, but he doesn't hold them against us until we realize that it's sin. You know, we can be going through life and doing the one thing over and over again and then realize, oh, my goodness, mm-hmm. I've been doing this sin all my life. I need to repent and turn away from it and do something, you know, right. ask God for forgiveness. And then God's like, okay, you get it now. Mm-hmm. Now, if you do it again, I have... You in trouble. Exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, that's the innocence yeah. of children. Mm-hmm. Children don't have any idea that they're doing wrong until they, you know, have that age of accountability. And once they know that, well, then now they have to, oh, I was wrong all this time type mm-hmm. deal. It's the same thing. Yeah, and like I said, we're, we're humans. We screw up all the time. It's just part of it. Yeah. You know? um, but I've we've been busy. Like I said, we was getting birds and everything, and um, a little bit of sickness has been going around sure. and whatnot. And, you know, it's just seems like it's been a long couple of weeks yeah you know um i don't know how long ago it was that we actually did i think we only missed one week didn't we uh we think we missed two did we miss two well still even if it was three weeks it seems like it's been forever 
Yeah, last week was super long, but I attribute that to Kaya starting basketball. Oh, yeah, because, you got to get up early. Yeah, I haven't seen 5 a.m. like on purpose <laughs> in a long time. Mm-hmm. So that was new. And, you know, I, I don't know, maybe it's a little more than I need to share on here, but I didn't really feel like me last week. It's just kind of, and I guess I can attribute that to being tired and stuff right. too, but. And the weather's kind of yucky right now. Yeah. yeah. we're in that. Are we going to be fall? Are we going to be, you know, summer <laughs> or winter or spring? It's Sp- winter. <laughs> yeah, it's it's October now. Make up your mind. Like today, you know, it's 40 and raining. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, and I think this is, obviously, it's going to set in, I think, next week and everything. The highs are only going to be in the 50s. Mm-hmm. So, I think we're starting to settle into that. And that but, always makes you, that first little bit, just, yeah. That's true. I should probably consider that. You need to that. supplement some vitamin D. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm not even joking. No, no, I know. That's, I mean, uh, you know, with Tempest having lupus, she's not allowed, she can't be in the sun because she'll have rash and everything. So, yeah, she has little to no energy, and that that's one of the things she has to take is vitamin D. Mm-hmm. So when Wouldn't she starts to... Sorry? Wouldn't be a bad idea? No. I would like to take those like one-a-day vitamins for can they take everything or just start eating more vegetables, but I like meat, so. Right. Yeah, meat's good. I like it. Yeah. Um. But, you know, this it's just uh, right now. Yeah. And I, I see that in kids and just everything. Yeah, I mean, it's... I know that you always say whenever you first get your birds, it's it's like a re-beginning, mm-hmm. a restart, trying to get everything. You know, once you start to get in the middle of it, it's, you know, right. it kind right. of evens we, out. We finally got them turned out to full house now, you know, and so things are a bit easier. Yeah. And I think that goes the same way with any season. That whole reset thing is, it takes you out of your element. You know, we, we're so used to the hot weather and it was, you know, nice and we could do things and now we're just like, oh. well, we've settled in the routine. School's mm-hmm. going. We've been right. doing it for a while, and now mm-hmm. it's back to the monotonous. Now the weather's not nice. It's getting dark earlier. Yeah. It's yeah. getting dark earlier. <laughs> you know, when you wake up, it's still somewhat dark. Like yeah. Remy didn't want to get up this morning. Yeah. I was like, Daddy, why are you in my room? So it's 7 o'clock. We need to get up. Yeah. It's still dark. I had to go open the curtain in her window, and she's like, and it still looks like nighttime to me. I'm going back to bed. No, no, it's not how this works. Yeah, you know, it's dark at 5 a.m., so, yeah. And then, uh, but Maddox does that same thing. He'll say, why are we getting up when it's still nighttime? And, well, give it time. Mm-hmm. I, I hate the time change because it just, it wastes that hour, Yeah, you know, that you can have when you're outside. It does make it a little bit nicer since it's lighter earlier. But right. I still think I'd rather have it at the end of the day than the beginning. <laughs> I mean, you can't really change how the Earth's axis works and why yeah. it gets darker earlier. But, I mean, that's just how it is. Right. I, I wish they'd do the whole time change thing. Just do away with it. Um, well, I, I mean, and I hate to interrupt or anything, but really we've let time be a constraint to us. Mm-hmm. Once I, there was... I don't even there was a movie that I saw it from but somebody was wearing a watch and like one of the other cultures that had seen it was like well what's that on your hand and he's like it's a watch tells me what time you know what time it is so I know where to be and what time and she was like 
why are you letting a little piece of machinery control your life? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, that's essentially what we've done. Right. Which, I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah. 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 To, to a point we do, but then again, it also keeps us on schedule. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's just how it has to work. Because mm-hmm. if we didn't have schedule, then everything would be chaos anyway. But at the same time, how much of life is controlled by where we have to be, when we have to be there, how long do we have to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. appointments you right know. busyness well, exactly <laughs> just busyness that's just busy. all it is if we're busy all the time it doesn't matter how much time we have it's just it's just going to be doing something constantly mm-hmm. <laughs> you just need to walk around with lights coming out of your hat so you can see at all times i've i've uh I've joked with my children well they think i'm joking but they they like to leave lights on in the house wherever they get light bulbs yeah, I'm going to give them a light bulb with their name on it, and they have to carry it around the house. Whenever they go into a room, they take the light bulb with them. Right. Might as well. Um, <laughs> since they, they both listened to this, I won't name which one it was, but one, <laughs> one of my uh, sisters got the light bulb taken out of her room for like a month when we was growing up because she always left hers on. and. So that left her with her little bitty lamp over there in the, <laughs> the corner of the room. Uh, that uh, taught me pretty quick. I, of course, I'm I'm five and seven years younger than them. Right. But yeah, you should light off in the house. Otherwise, Dad's gonna steal your light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> I should do that with their. Well, no, I won't do that. DFS will be kind of knocking on my door. I'll be like, <laughs> well, you know, they didn't want to eat their dinner, so I just made them t- <laughs> take it with them wherever they went. <laughs> Just carry it. You can eat it when you're hungry. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah. There, there's so much, you know, candy and junk going on right now with oh, yeah. just it being. It's going to be that, this way for the next what, six months. And so we was coming home from church last night, and we asked the girls, you know, hey, when we get home, we need to get ready for bed. If you're hungry, let's eat and go upstairs and sure. get both of them. I want junk. No. It's like, no, you're not getting junk. Right. But I want junk, and I want candy, and... (laughs) Ah, this world is ridiculous. Yeah, I was... uh, I had a lunch with my... uh, It's my step-grandma, I guess. And uh, we were talking about that the other day. It was... They gripe about us being so overweight and obese and diabetic and all these other things, and... But they really, they have made it easier to be fat mm-hmm. than it is to go and get good quality food. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, even a hamburger now is almost $4 a pound. Mm-hmm. Really? That's that's a staple of, right. of meat. You can put hamburger in everything, and you're going to make it to where even, you know, lower class can't eat. Right, right. Um, when the, when the podcast I listened to, he was talking about that. Um, he, he, it's kind of along the lines of like a, a keto mm-hmm. diet. Yeah. Um, but, uh, technical difficulties, but yeah, I think we're back. Yeah. Yep. We're back. Okay. Uh, he was, he was at the grocery store, mm-hmm. and like I said, he's kind of along the keto diet, and I don't know if it was like a Kroger's or Sam's or what it was, but uh, he, uh, I think he said he had six items, two or three steaks, 
some cheese, something else, you know. But I mean, sure. he, he was only buying for like his meal for the next night and morning or something. Right. And there's a lady in front of him, and she's got two carts just rounded full of crap. Yeah. You know, two liters cases of pop, frozen, you know. Yeah. Um, Cheeto puffs. Much across this. Everything. And uh, so those two carts and his six items, he watched it. It rang up. Hers was, you know, somewhere over 100. Mm-hmm. His was 89. Holy smokes. And he said, well, I can't blame her. You know, she's got kids at home that she's trying to feed. You know, this is the way to do it. He said, you know, I'm in my 30s. I'm single. Don't have any kids. You know, I'm trying to eat good. But me versus that, he said, I'd probably be in the same boat. She sure. said, I know why mom and dad fed me and my brother the way we did. His brother played a little bit in the uh, NFL, bounced around on some practice. I mean, they're big boys. Yeah. And he said, so I know how much we ate growing yeah. up. So yeah. I understand why we ate what we ate. Yeah. Just because that's all we could afford. Exactly. I mean, that was one of the things she mentioned to me. She's like, I don't know how you do with a family your size. And honestly, I don't either. But I, I do know that, yeah, unfortunately, we do the whole junk, you know, because it is easier. Mm-hmm. You know, I can buy a four pack of mac and cheese for four bucks, you know, or a five pack of mac and cheese mm-hmm. for four dollars and fifty cents or whatever. And it's a quick and easy meal. Right. You know, and if you know, put some hamburger meat in it, then you've got yourself a you know, mm-hmm. easy hamburger mac and cheese type meal. Right. But at the same time, that mac and cheese is that processed cheese that's not mm-hmm. good. Yeah. You know? And, you know, what right now is when we, we have them to establish their habits and their and their things. And so it, it's really difficult because, you know, I mean, it's just hard. Yeah. You, you do what you can do, but then again, you know, that's kind of molding them to the future, too. Right. And so, I don't know. That's the thing, you know, I, I'm trying to get the kids to eat what's better for them. Mm-hmm. You know, last night, we went to have dinner with my sister at her house, and she made a shepherd's pie. You know, I had potatoes and meat mm-hmm. and vegetables in it. I love it. Of course, I love food, too. It doesn't really matter what it is, but... Hey, man, brother. <laughs> they, uh... The kids, Nova, Maddox has gotten better about eating hamburger. Like he likes meat, mm-hmm. you know, but he doesn't really care for mashed potatoes. He doesn't like green beans. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you need to figure this out because potatoes are good. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't care how Every you Every type of potato is good. Exactly. <laughs> and Nova's the same way. She's so stinking picky. They just want, they want the junk. And it's like, that's not okay. You know, you can't sit around and eat ramen noodles all the time. Uh, peanut butter, right. I mean, peanut butter and jelly is a little better than ramen noodles all the time. But it's like, you guys got to diversify your taste. You're going to have to learn to eat stuff that you don't really care for now because later on, you may love it. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're never going to know if you just sit there and never eat it. Right. And my grandma used to tell me all the time that she used to make me eat food and I don't believe her or I didn't believe her because I love food so <laughs> but I, I, she may be may have been onto something because it's very difficult for me to get my kids Kaya eats well Becca eats pretty well she's going to be I don't know a vegetarian <laughs> <laughs> she uh, she wants to be a vet when she grows up she thinks so anytime 
there's meat on her plate. She's like, where's this come from? Well, I, I, I can tell her that eating veggies is worse on the animals than eating the animals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially the cute little bunnies. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So I'll, I'll make a, a joke with her once in a while. I'll be like, eat that hamburger right there. And she's like, yeah, I love it. You know what that is, right? Timber, yeah, it's cow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not gonna eat that anymore. I was like, and you're not gonna eat in my house because yeah. that's what we eat. We eat hamburger, chicken, mm-hmm. you know, turkey. <laughs> right, and I mean that's you can just look at our teeth, and that's what we're designed to do. Yeah. I mean, and, yes and no, but to a point, you you gotta have you gotta have that variety to be, you know, wait. We grew up as hunter and gatherers, and so we yeah. ate what we could when we could. Yeah, you know there was no McDonald's or right. Happy Meals and all that stuff laying there on the side of the road. Yeah. I mean, that's what God designed us for, and He gave us plants and everything first, and then whatever He decided that you know He wiped everybody out. And He told no, He's like you eat whatever you need to. Mm-hmm. You know, eat the meat, eat the plants, eat whatever, and that kind of gave us the right to go out and raise up cattle and have pork and have chickens and you know to have the the produce that we need to survive and it wasn't designed just to be mm-hmm. i mean all these this could be a bad road to go <laughs> it, it could be but you know we we went over you know we started that that men's group and we, we went over um when God created us, yeah, and why He created us, you know, we was in that perfect environment, screwed it up first thing, yeah. and so why why now would uh, would we do anything different? Yeah. We just continue to screw up, yeah. and so at some point, someone has to take a stand. Mm-hmm. Some buddies have to take a stand and try to straighten everything out. Otherwise, it's just going to keep getting worse and worse and worse. And just talking about food right now. A society would be a whole lot easier to control if they were, you know, so fat that they couldn't do anything to defend themselves. Right, because well, let's, let's we're sick. It. Yeah, let's look at it this way: if we are, you know, so fat that we can't control ourselves, or we're sick, or we have heart disease, or we have all these things that we pretty much pile on because they made it easier for us to go to a fast food restaurant than it would be to grow your own food or have your own food or. Uh, you know, run to the grocery store and buy healthy food, then it becomes easier and more enticing whenever they say, whenever they say um, free health care for all. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so I can go get fat and die, you know, be diabetic and I can get all my meds for quote unquote free. And the government just has that much more control over my life. Right. You know, I don't disagree that our healthcare system is broken and that we do need something to fix it because it isn't right that people lose their houses and their livelihood because they get sick. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't want Big Brother all over me all the time. You know, we're supposed to be free. We broke away from that tyranny, you know, 250 years ago. I told you I wanted to have another tea party. <laughs> I think. What would we have this time, though? Because I don't think we, <laughs> tea's not really going to matter. <laughs> no, I don't know. It, but yeah, you're right. I saw a picture the other day. It was a pretty pretty wide landscape. 
a, a beach in California mm -hmm. in the 70s. You could look that thing over completely and you might find one slightly overweight person. Yeah. And that's just, and that's about the time where everyone started trying to work, mm -hmm. you know. And so then you didn't have the home cooked meals that was prepared. Then it started going to the fast food and convenience. Mm -hmm. You know, my, my grandparents, and I'm sure yours did too, you know, and their parents ate what they raised. Absolutely. You know, they cooked in what they raised. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, I'm, I'm not for smoking or anything like that, but even the tobacco sure, sure. that they smoked was what they had grew yeah. and they rolled themselves. Yeah, pure tobacco. Uh, yeah, not who knows what now. Yeah. But even then, look, my grandpa's 93. Right. You know, um, he's still going strong. <laughs> I mean, in that aspect, yes. And it's probably by modern science a miracle that they did live that long. But I mean, that's, that's what God had for us. He gave us our natural herbs and everything to survive. Whenever He created the world and He created us, He created everything so that we would live healthy lives, be able to cure any disease for ourselves, you know. And then we've created this with, you know, we've created this atmosphere of the society now where we have all these things that make us sicker and, you know, and a lot of people would argue that, okay, well, it's pretty miraculous that these people who are 90 plus years old survived off of what they grew when we have this stuff now that with all these preservatives in it, we might survive to be 150 because the preservatives are just being naturally absorbed into us. So we'll be preserved like meat and locker. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Awesome. Obviously that's not true, but I mean, I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But when you think of uh, like the cancers and stuff like that, where do you think they came from? I mean, when did this stuff really exist? And I know that, Doctors have said that cancer cells are in everybody. It just mm -hmm. takes something to kind of trigger them into something, right. you know, to bigger. But where, what triggers that? Why is the unnatural things we put in our body? Exactly. And I mean, it's it's a tough choice either way. Sure. But then again, you still want what what's best. Yeah. And at times you're just going to have to make that choice. Right. Is the convenience what's best right now or is going out of your way what's best? And that's for each person to try and decide at that time. And it's just our job to try to do the best we can at deciding what to do when. That goes into taking accountability for yourself mm -hmm. and your own responsibility and live with whatever you, you decide. And, you know, uh, Trying to get that across into my children's minds is beyond me. And I, I obviously, I think you've run into what it means to take responsibility. And even as adults, we might take responsibility for some things, but we tend to pass responsibility, you know, especially if we're going to get in trouble. It's like, well, I don't have anything to do with that. So and so was dinner, and so and so said something that made me do that, or, you know. But getting to that accountability thing and being able to live with whatever decision you make, that's just the way it is. I think I posted something the other day that said uh, make a decision. The road of life is paved with flat squirrels who couldn't make a decision. Mm -hmm. I mean, just 
make a decision, right, and deal with the consequences. You know, but good or bad. That's just the way. It, you know, that's just life. Absolutely. Uh, one thing that stood out to me uh, Monday was when it was talking about leadership, mm-hmm. and it said, you know, if there's a lack of leadership, chaos and pain ensue. Absolutely. Look at what we're at right now. Right. Just of all the lack of men stepping up and doing something. Sure. I mean, if you wanted to go into a, a bigger, a bigger realm other than just what's going on in, you know, more or less society, take into account that the only thing that they want to do in in DC is go after one. So it's a man, you know, mm-hmm. for one man. And whether you like the guy or not. I'm not here to tell you who to vote for or do anything like that, but these people have no other concerns in life but to destroy this man. Right. You know, that's that's not leadership. Leadership is taking what you have and using it to better what you, you know, your circumstances, not trying to just waste all your time and effort on one thing, you know. Yeah, if we, if we got started on that, I just don't understand how these people come into office with a certain net figure and leave with it quadruple. Yeah. Is that where our tax dollars are going? Yeah. Uh-huh. So, and you know, you, you become a life politician. Why? Yeah. To, to get that payout. Because you're going to be filthy, stinking rich. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have to worry about any health care because that's taken care of you and your family for the rest of your life. Yeah, it, it, it's turned into not someone who's looking out for the people that elected them. They're looking out for themselves right. and sticking everything in their pocket. Right. And that's part of the reason why they were at because yeah. and we continue. It's a broken system, and we continue to you know, and, yeah, until until we get someone in who's actually going to. And that's why we have Trump. That's why we have Trump. Out. So I agree one hundred percent, and I will be the first to admit. I thought it was he was running as a joke. I thought for sure he was just in there to stir the pot, and that once he really started to see how things were going, he would drop out and just be like, I was just here to stir everything up. He got elected, and the reason is is because people were so sick and tired of all right. the politician crap. I mean, they were just tired of it. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, one of the main things that I liked about him was, you know, up front, I'm not going to take a salary. Yeah. Well, he doesn't need to take a salary mm-hmm. first off, and you know. But second off, what you don't need the salary that you're getting. You know, if you're going to change some things, why don't you take the same salary as the people who voted you in? Exactly. So you have some incentive to get something done. Yeah. But that should be like okay. So if, if you were elected a senator or whatever from Missouri, we'll just say our state because we live here. Let's say that you had to have at least the minimum wage of that state and you couldn't make any more. It wasn't like a salary or anything. It was, okay, I make, I know that the minimum wage is already $15 an hour here soon, but we'll just say it was $10 an hour. Right. Okay, now I have more incentive. I'm working for the people who are, have to live off of this. I have to live off of this. And that's just the way, I mean, it would be at least a thought. Right. Instead of getting over there. And I know that a lot of it comes from probably lobbying and stuff like that. But I'm not really know a little bit. But I mean, 
that kind of stuff probably should be outlawed too. But right. I mean, that's what he said perfectly. They're not looking out for them, the people. They're looking out for themselves. Whatever mm-hmm. can pad their wallet, whatever can pad their livelihood, whatever can make their lives better, isn't what makes our life better. Because whenever they start having here and they're able to live off of their, their own, uh, you know, they don't have to pay insurance or something like that. Well, we do. We were paying insurance premiums and stuff like you know mm-hmm. through the roof because you tried to make it universal mm-hmm. and not put any competition. So when you take competition away, everybody you know has to pay the same price. And thanks, Obama. <laughs> exactly. You know, and it just again, I think it's a broken system, but. I don't really, I don't have the answer to it. Yeah, I don't have the answer to it because uh, at one point it was working. Yeah. You know, and I, I heard the other day, um, he's he's uh, ex-military and he's running for something. I don't know where or when or how, but he was talking about all the, the money he has to raise just to try to compete because he doesn't have all that backing him. Mm-hmm. And it's just unreal. Just the amount he'd have to raise to, to even try to get his name out there. Yeah, I mean, that was something I wanted to do as a, when I was in high school. It was like, I want to go and be a senator or a representative or something. You know, sure, I have the aspirations of being president, but I really, I don't know. But it takes money. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have a name, if you're not a big time lawyer or you're a family lawyer, politician, or you work from a big city, or you know that wasn't gonna happen. Right. You gotta. You have to realize that pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. That if you don't have a name, or you don't have, a, 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 you don't know people. Right. You don't stand a chance. Exactly. And I mean, I, I don't agree everything that President Trump has done, mm-hmm. but to a point, he's you know totally raw. He's new to the system whatever he says he's going to do he will most likely do it right and i mean how many politicians have we had that have done that not very many and i mean sometimes i wish he would get off twitter but <laughs> that's beside the point that's, um, that's the thing you know i think if we let him be left him alone he wouldn't do that kind of yeah yeah i think so too that's just like you know uh I'm a professional wrestling fan. I know you roll your eyes at me or whatever. But um, I can do the eyebrow. <laughs> the rough is my the rough is my dude, man. But uh, last night I was talking to my brother-in-law, and uh, the the new network that WWE is on had said that they they asked their fans to stop chanting "what" because they thought it was they said it's disrespectful, and I I laughed. I said. You cannot tell wrestling fans what to do because they will laugh in your face and they will get louder and they will do whatever they want. I feel it's the same way with him. You start to poke the bear a little bit, the mm-hmm. bear is going to roar louder. Right. You know, if you leave it alone, if you just let it pass, if that network would have just ignored it, most likely that would have faded off into to nothingness. Mm-hmm. But since you brought it up, now these fans, they know that it's irritating to you. They know that it's it's a public thing. 
They're going to chant it louder. They're going to chant it whenever they want to. They're going to do what they want. It's the same way with Trump. Mm-hmm. If you tell him not to do something, you know, make a big deal out of it, he's going to bite back. Right. And one of the best things I've seen about Trump running and Trump winning was that it showed how corrupt the media is. Sure. Who controls the media. Because oh, yeah. that night, election night, you know, it's 96 to 4% Hillary's blah, blah, blah. And what he ended up winning by. Yeah. That just goes to show you. And then everyone wanted to call in, you know, the the electoral college. It's yeah. like, no, that's what makes it that's fair. What makes it fair. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because otherwise, what is it? Uh, New York, Florida, California, and... Pretty much New York and California. Were could, could win the election. Yeah. yeah, just because of that. That's how many people are in those areas. And if you look at a, a map county-wise on how he won, like who won where... It was. It looks like a landslide. Exactly. But there's just not that population, not population. there, and so that's what makes it makes it even. I mean, um, what St. Louis probably our biggest city here in Missouri. St. Louis, Kansas City. Yeah. Um, how many millions of people they have? Uh, four, four. Couple, three. <laughs> you know. Then you go out to L.A. What's L.A. have? Yeah. Twenty. Easy. You know, uh, some huge number. Yeah. Well, that's just L.A. How big is California? It's huge. Yeah. LA, San Francisco, San Diego, mm-hmm. Sacramento. I mean, they got all kinds. Exactly. So, and then you take somewhere like Wyoming, it's huge. Just not very populated. No, because of mountains and everything else, you know, just the terrain. Yeah. You know, uh, family farmland, because that's a lot of it. A yeah. lot of these places that they call That feed farm. America, that should have a say in the American. Exactly. You know, that irritated them. Fire out of me. Uh, AOC, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. She was driving, or no, she wasn't driving. She was being driven by somebody and she was filming with her phone this just vast farmland. And she's like, oh, yeah, this is it. This is the, this is, this is who got him into office. There's nobody out here. This is real important, isn't it? I was like, oh, lady. Right, lady. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's what the rest of the world doesn't understand. You know, the people that go to their to their grocery store and think, "Hey, that chocolate milk came from a chocolate cow. That strawberry milk came from a red cow." You know, those same people are the ones who are in their cities and have no clue that that majority feeds the world. You know, if it if it wasn't for the, and you know they want to fuss about different things and how they do it. But without that, they wouldn't be fed. Exactly. You know, you, you yes, commercializing probably isn't the best way to raise animals, but it's the only way we can when there are 20 million people in L.A. You know, I've thought about it. I mentioned this to Tempest, I think, the other day. What are, what's going to happen to all these people when the farmers are like, you know what? I'm just going to worry about me and my own. You know, and they, they stop mass producing all these cows, and they stop mass producing this milk and these chickens, and they're like, I'll have a couple of milk cows for me and my family. I'll have a herd of cattle that I can, you know, we can trade with other farmers and, you know, start bartering again, start doing that instead of, you know, working off of money, you know. Stolen power is becoming a big thing. Uh, I think wind power, you can start doing, you know, if people start taking care of themselves and stop worrying, okay, then you have these mass cities that are like, 
Where's our food? Exactly. And then it's just going to become, you know, apocalyptical, you know, where they're fighting everybody over, you know, a piece of bloating that's like a Exactly. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, it, it could turn ugly real fast sure. if it needed to. If, and that would be the thing, you know, if it came down to we had another civil war. My, my history teacher always told us that there would be another civil war. You know, being young kids, like, really? Uh, yeah. I thought we settled this. It's like, well, what would it be about? It would be about politics. Yeah, exactly. He said it'd be Democrats and Republicans that started it. Mm-hmm. And we we'll right there. Right. Yeah. I, I, 15 years later, all of a sudden, he sounded really, really smart. I, I, I will say this. We narrowly missed it with the last election. Mm-hmm. I 100% believe that. I, I 100% believe if she would have gotten into office, that we would be a divided nation. Now, that's not to say that we still won't be. Right. Because they are still mad. Yeah. They're still livid about it. Look, my first two president elections, I did not vote for Obama. But guess what? He was still my president. 100%. And I still had to put up with everything I did. I never once said, hey, he's not my president or wore some stupid hat and made some stupid sign. Yeah. I, uh, the first... One of the, his first election period, uh, I went and voted. I didn't vote for him, but you know, I voted. And we were watching the election results, and I was watching with everybody, and he was like, This is why I don't vote. See, my vote doesn't even matter. I was like, Dude, yeah, you're right. I voted for the other guy, and yeah, the, the guy that I didn't want to win is winning, but it's not because I didn't vote. Right. It's because other people mm-hmm. didn't vote. Right. You right. know, if go make a stand, at least let your voice be heard. You know, even if they do win, you know, at least they can look back and be like, oh, there's going to be a change here because so many people voted in this. You know, there could be a swing in this election. And, you know, as much, it's going to irritate a lot of people. But uh, if you look at history, most of the time, every president has served two terms because that's how it works. Yeah, because you, know? you already have everything. Yeah, the yeah. People will give them another. They'll give them eight years to to see a change. Very rarely will we ever see just a four-year or uh, one-term president. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could happen this year. I don't. I don't know. I doubt it. Yeah, I don't see it happening. But, I mean, they want to not publicize all the things he's done, but he has done a lot of things that he said he'd do. Sure. And, I mean, to me, that's more than what Obama did. I mean, <laughs> and you just have to deal with it. I mean, don't just sit there and whine and cry and complain and moan, you know. Mm-hmm. Move on with your life. Right. That's part of what goes well, back to what we said about being a leader. You deal with the cards that you have and go make what you, the best of what you can with what you have. I mean, if that means that, okay, I have to live with uh, somebody I don't like in office for another four or five years, then I need to build up, you know, a way to see a change or I need to see a change in me to see the good in them. Mm-hmm. You know, don't work so hard against it if it's not really that big of a problem. I mean, if it's hard nose that you really feel like you know obviously as Christians we have to make a stand because right. our 
our rights are very well going to be taken away before we know it. And we can't let that happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, as Americans, we need to stand up for our rights anyway. I mean, they're ours to begin with. Nobody granted them to us. God. Right. But I mean, the government who tries to infringe upon them, it's not, you know, the biggest one that we always hear about is oh, our right to bear arms. But ultimately, if they infringe on one, they will infringe on all of them. Oh, yeah. I mean, and what's the easiest side to control? An uneducated, unarmed, unhealthy one. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, I mean, I understand what you're saying mm-hmm. as far as uneducated, and I think that's also manipulating your education. Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. You yeah. know, when you go to school, you don't you don't get taught how to do taxes. You don't get taught. You know, you're doing common core math here lately uh, has just been don't unreal. Stop. Don't stop. You know, um, yeah, it's it's like they're just they they have the kids like we was talking about. This is the time where they learn and they create their habits. Yeah, they have them seven eight hours a day. Yeah, for how many months? And depending on where you're at in the country, they're getting taught certain things, certain ways that are pointless. Yeah, and not helpful at all. Right. You know, they want to force the college thing on everybody, mm-hmm. but not everyone's designed for college. Right. And then we have, you know, uh, the trade jobs that are lacking where you could make a good living. Yeah. Well, now that they've up the minimum wage, <laughs> which is another story. But, you know, you take someone who's got a trade and has taken the time to learn a job and is getting paid so much. And then someone who just steps out of high school or is in high school is expected to get paid as much as them. There, that's not fair. No. And that's not right. No, yeah. it's not. Those, and, those step out of high school jobs were meant to give you to be an entry into the workforce, so that okay. And it's not supposed to be appealing at all. It's, it's not, not supposed to be a full time career no. for the next forty years. No, you know that these people who created like the McDonald's and the, you know these fast food restaurants, they did not intend for people to come and work there permanently. Mm-hmm. You know, if they saw somebody stand out and be a great leader, okay, that's management. Yeah, yep. that's management. But you don't let them sit there and steal opportunities from young kids that need to be broken to the, the system mm-hmm. so that they can learn a work ethic and everything like that. You do not let adults take opportunities from those that actually need it. Mm-hmm. You know, you push people to better themselves. You do not hand over your livelihood because you will break these little bitty, nobody, no-name restaurants, mm-hmm. uh, convenience stores. You will break them. You will destroy the economy of this part of the United States because we can't afford to pay them. Right. And competition is the main driver of everything. Yes. If there's no competition, there's no point in trying. If you're not rewarded for good results, there's no point in trying. So why try? I mean, you're going to end up at everybody shops at Walmart or a Walmart type store. And what is Walmart now? They can't, you don't have uh, people working restaurants. They have what? I, I don't know how it is in the ocean. I've been there a long time. But at least Both gyms have self checkouts yeah. and a couple of them have the sliding self checkouts. Yeah. Yeah. And then of the 30 registers, they have four of them are open. Exactly. Because we can't afford to pay our cashiers this. I mean, right. I don't know. Walmart probably can, but they don't want to. Right. They're in the money making business. Right. And so they're because not going to business. 
I mean, I saw a sign at a restaurant the other day that says if you are not making a profit, if you're giving all your money away from profit, then you're not in business. Mm-hmm. You have to have something set aside to, to keep your, your business running. Right. And that's business. Mm-hmm. So I'm not knocking what Walmart's doing because they're doing what's best for them. But at the same time, we've allowed this. We have, we've let them run it like this. And then we kind of push it when we're like, well, I only have five items. I'm, I'm going to go over here to self-checkout so I don't have to deal with this. You know, mm-hmm. like you said, if there's 30 lines and only four of them open and there's going to be 10 people in each line, you know, it's a matter of convenience. Mm-hmm. And I do. I because we're busy. Yeah, exactly. And I'm, I'm the kind of guy that I try to find an open lane that has somebody working because I feel like if they're there, they need to be doing something. So many times I can go into Walmart, people are using the self-checkout, and the people that are running the register are standing at the end of their lines waiting for somebody. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I know. Well, we've probably ranted long enough for today. So this could be like 15 points. We can pick up right up next week if you want to. We Walmart to. ranting. <laughs> Is that going to be the title of our next hey, hey, Very easily could be. I don't even know where this one went one way and then another. This That's all right. Awesome. That's a conversation. <laughs> well, uh, give us a like and follow and all that stuff on social media, yeah. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, listen to us on Podbean. iTunes, Podbean, SoundCloud. Spotify. I don't know. So, yeah. All of the podcasts. Yeah. Um, We're everywhere. Yeah. So make sure you put us in your ear. You know. You if you sub- five star stuff. Yeah, and if you subscribe to us, then we pop up as soon as we do one, whether we do one this week or next week or it's getting two weeks. <laughs> right. You know, I know we're kind of off on a pattern, but we're here. Yeah, it's life, and like we said at the beginning of this, if this is just every day. Yeah. Nothing fancy. We're not. Yeah, we don't have a big production crew. No. It's two guys in a little cry room. <laughs> yeah, trying to get something put out for you guys to have hear so you're not alone. So you know that it's real life. It's not just, (laughs) it's not a perfect world. Nope. All right. Uh, Until next week. See ya.